I want to express my most sincere gratitude for the opportunity to be with you this morning. And for me, it's, uh, uh, it's such a, a happy event for reasons. My memory goes back to about 45 years ago when I married this wonderful lady who has been an inspiration to my life over the years. And uh, uh, it's very hard for me to express all the feelings when I see, you know, this church and when I see uh, what it was before. Uh, let me just, uh, I think, there you go. You can recognize this. This is before you did the remodeling. And, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, we had the opportunity to visit a friend in Switzerland. We had dinner with him. We always enjoyed to travel. We went to the World Cup in 1998 in Russia. Uh, pardon, excuse me, in, 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 in Paris. I had the opportunity to Moscow for just a few days in between games, and we found this wonderful monkey and took a picture with the monkey, and as you can see there. Uh, we went to Cancun, yes, last year, and this is, uh, we are here with, uh, with a shark, holding the shark. Uh, somebody is holding the mouth just to make sure that it will not jump on top of us. But as you can see, she's very brave, and she was not afraid in holding the tail of the shark. Uh, this is a picture with all the family. As you can see, we have wonderful four grandchildren, Diego, Mylene, Giselle, and Daniel. And, and then we have the children, Ruth, Israel, and Moses. And, uh, and the Lord has been so wonderful to us that we have no words to express a sense of gratitude for all the things that the Lord has done for us over the years. Uh, I'd like to share with you a, a story that will share... Uh, that will tell you just a little bit about my wife. Uh, when uh, I applied for a visa to come to America, I uh, went to the uh, American embassy and uh, he said, listen, uh, why you want to come to America? I said, I want to be a physician there. I said, listen, you need to pass the American boards. Therefore I said, okay, therefore once you pass the boards, come to talk to me and I'll help you. A year later I came back and I showed him uh, the, uh, the re results of the examination that I passed the boards and uh, he said, listen, I should not uh, uh, give you, you know, this promise for reasons I cannot, I don't have any more space, you know, to give you a green visa. But since I promised you about a year ago, I will give you a green card. But I cannot give you to your wife and your children. They have to stay here. They have to wait for a year. And uh, she was able to stay with the kids, able to work, able to pay all the bills while I was just doing my internship here in America. And then after a year, we were able to, able to get together and stay here. And since then, living in this country has been such a, a wonderful place of opportunities. We would not be what we are if we were not here in America. Therefore, we're so grateful to this nation for all the things that we gather, not only to this nation, also to the Lord. I'd like to share with you a little story. Uh, there was an old geezer that uh, got uh, annoyed for reasons they didn't have much things to do and elected to open a medical clinic. And uh, he put a sign in the clinic, get your treatment for $500. If not cure, get back $1,000. There was a young doctor who uh, was walking by the clinic, and he said, this is a wonderful opportunity to make some money to open my clinic. Uh, this geezer doesn't know anything about medicine. Therefore, he went to the geezer. I said, Dr. Geezer, he said, I lost my taste. I cannot taste anymore. Dr. Geezer as a nurse, a nurse, bring me the medication in box number 22 and place three drops in his mouth. 
Actually, that's a gasoline. Congratulations. You taste it back. You give me $500. The poor young doctor got annoyed. Two days later, he returns to see Dr. Giesel at the clinic. I said, Dr. Giesel, I lost my memory. I cannot remember the name of my girlfriend. Nurse, will you bring, you know, medication number 22 and place three drops of the medication in his mouth? I said, no, no, that's gasoline. I said, congratulations. You got your memory back. Give me $500. He got mad. Two days later, he returns to see Dr. Giesel. I said, Dr. Giesel, I said, I, um, I, I cannot see anymore. I lost my ability to, uh, to see, and I hardly can walk because I'm losing my vision. Uh, his son, they say, I cannot, I cannot give you a medication for that medical condition. Here's your $1,000. He counts, but you only give me $500. I said, congratulations. I said, you got your vision back. Dear friends, I will talk to you this morning about something that is very close to you, about forgiveness. And let me share with you a personal experience that will help you to understand how humans react whenever you get hurt. Whenever you have a painful emotion that comes as a result of somebody who does something bad to you. There's always that sense of revenge, that sense that you become angry, anger in your mind, that at times you feel that it's not something that's affecting your health. And I'll share with you this experience. Several years ago, I had this patient that came to see me. This was a very unusual couple. They always came holding hands. I don't remember seeing a couple that was so much love between them. But one day, she comes in the front, she goes in the back, and I said, something's going on. They both came to, uh, to the room. And I started with the examination. I said, uh, uh, what happens? I said, we don't talk anymore. I said, why he's here? He's my driver. I said, okay. I completed the examination. And the husband was just looking at the door in the opposite direction. And he was reading something that really catch my attention. I said, Chris, what are you reading? And he was reading a little booklet, How to Get a Meaningful Revenge. It was clear that there was some type of fight between them. And neither one was happy. Neither one was a, 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 in a situation that they were happy to come you know, to a place to see anyone. But it was interesting to see that within one month they came back. And they were happy again. I said, what happens? I said, the Lord touched our lives. We're able to come to an agreement. I asked for forgiveness, what I did. And life is back to what we were before. And yes, this morning, I'd like to share with you something that we need to understand about the anatomy of the brain. Uh, science in the brain is, uh, uh, is making tremendous uh, improvements in understanding how the brain works. In fact, uh, when I went to medical school, I was taught that the brain of a woman and a man is the same, but that's not true. Recently, there is work done by scientists at USC and UCLA that proved that the brain is different. And the brain of a woman is better connected. 
That's the reason that women in general, you place at the same level of education, they're more intelligent. They also, they can multitask. They can do multiple things at the same time. They can take care for the children, they can pay the bills, they can call on a phone, they can look many things. Men were more analytical. We can do one, possibly two things at once. Women can do multiple things since the brain is better connected. But also their emotions are more intense. Uh, it is, this is very clear when you come to a funeral service. The ladies in general are, are affected by whatever is happening. The, if there was a loss of a family member, they're crying. They are in a very, very sad situation. The men, they're sad, but the intensity of the emotion is not the same. Why? The brain is much better connected. And when talking about forgiveness, uh, when uh, uh, there is an emotional uh, uh, effect in the lady, it's either it's positive or negative. And when it's negative, it creates effects in the person's health, can not only lead to multiple conditions that can shorten their life expectancy. And this is a, a study that was done by a scientist from the University uh, uh, of Boston. And he was able to prove that whenever we are in a situation that we're angry, whenever we're looking for a revenge, our brain doesn't work very well. That's one of the reasons sometimes people will say, oh, my memory is not as good as it was before. I think I may have the first sign of Alzheimer's disease. No, you are just hungry, you're just angry, you're just trying to look for a revenge for reasons that you were emotionally hurt by somebody. And what happens? When you have this type, of, uh, uh, this type of problem, your brain does not work very well. The connections don't uh, work in a way that's supposed to work. And I'll tell you why. Uh, uh, as you can see, this is a, a MRI of the brain, which shows a brain tumor. And we know when there is a brain tumor, it's somehow the rest of the brain doesn't work very well. And we understand very well, we understand well since uh, the uh, uh, there is toxins generated by the tumor that uh, provokes this type of uh, uh, problems with the connections between the brain cells. But also happens whenever we have an emotional problem. Just take a look. Uh, I would just like to see. You see the brain of a person that is angry. Uh, you see it's red, and that means there is tremendous amount of adrenaline. The the yellow means the cortisol. You see the brain on the upper right from myself, your left. You see there is uh, adrenaline, there is cortisol, there are other chemicals, serotonin, dopamine, but there is a balance between all these chemicals. And that implies that the brain is happy. And one of the conditions that affect the brain in the most devastating fashion is when you're angry. Why? Your levels of cortisol and adrenaline becomes very elevated. And when these levels become elevated, especially when they are elevated on consistent basis, they lead to medical conditions such as diabetes, hypertension, problems with the immune system, you're at high risk to develop cancer, you have problems with vital signs, your heart rate becomes elevated, uh, 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 and also you have problems with uh, your bones, you develop osteoporosis, multiple medical conditions that come as a result of the chronic elevation of the adrenaline and the cortisol that comes as a result of having the sense of looking for revenge 
the sense of being angry since somebody hurt you sometime in the past. I'd like to share with you an experience that touched my heart. This happens when I was only 14 years old. And it was difficult for me to understand at that age how this person changed his life so quickly. Uh, I was studying at the school in Peru, in the Highlands, uh, uh, and we elected on Saturday uh, to go to the jail to just try to sing, to try to uh, provide some uh, uh, support to the people that were in the jail, and also to bring uh, bread. Uh, the bread in the college was the most delicious. The people in the city loved the bread from the college. It was made in a way that uh, people enjoyed. Therefore, we'll take bread, you know, to these people, and everyone that will come to this type of meeting will give up bread. And, uh, and there was a person there. He was only 19 years old. Accidentally, he killed, you know, his cousin. And even though his parents, everyone listened and said, this was an accident. You don't have to worry about anything else. You are in jail for this reason. But he said, listen, that was not an accident. He felt that he felt that nobody could forgive him for what he did, even himself. And all he wanted to do, he wanted to die. And there were several events that he tried to commit suicide in the, uh, in the, in the jail. But they assigned a person just to look after him since the jail didn't want to have somebody to commit suicide there. And this person was trying to convince him, listen, come to these meetings. Uh, you are going to feel better. You know, you're going to sing. And the most important, you're going to get the bread. The bread was something similar to this. And I recall very well that we gave the bread to everyone. He came just for the bread. He was not interested in listening to what we said. But there was a person. What is bread? You can start singing a song. And I was looking at this person myself, looking in his eyes, and listen to the words. I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather be his than have riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus than houses or land. Yes, I'd rather be led by his nail-pierced hands than to be a king of a vast domain or be held in sin's dread sway. I'd rather have Jesus than anything this world affords today. My dear friends, he started also singing this song. If you drop the bread, he said, for the first time, I felt forgive to what I did. He became a totally new person, even though he is still spending his life in jail. But now he helps other people that are going through similar type of situations. And he, for the first time, I was able to understand the power of the music, the power of the Lord that can take this type of uh, uh, negative feelings from your mind, from your heart and transform you in something that is totally different. Uh, this is a, a, a picture of the, of the jail there in Peru where he was. He was assigned to another place where uh, there are people uh, uh, that are not dangerous to spend the rest of his life 
but his life was changed by the music as well as by the touch of the Lord that came to his heart and he felt for the first time in his life that he was forgiven to what he did. Now, yes, coming to the end, why is so important to forgive? Why uh, sometimes people don't like to forgive? Sometimes they feel as a listen, I've been hurt so much, I cannot talk to the other person. But you have to understand that if you don't do that, you are going to carry a burden in your life that will damage not only your heart, will damage your brain, and will damage your body. This is what uh, I was just mentioned to you, the cortisol that's called the stress hormone. This becomes chronically elevated and will damage not only your brain, will damage your heart, will damage every single organ in your life, and in general, your life from eight to 10 years less in comparison to a normal life. And as I mentioned this to you, when the adrenaline and the cortisol is consistently elevated, you're prone to develop high blood pressure, you're prone to develop diabetes, prone to develop osteoporosis. If what affects the most is the immune system. That's the reason that people that have this type of bad feelings in their mind and their heart, they tend or they, the, the risk of developing a tumor is, is higher in comparison to the normal population. There are also other benefits that when you forgive. When you forgive, you know, these happy uh, elements, happy chemicals called the serotonin increases in your brain. That makes you happier, makes your mood to be more uh, acceptable to the people. Also, the endorphins will increase. Endorphins will increase in a level that also will bring you happiness to your heart. Another, that also the dopamine. The dopamine is called the love hormone. That increases and you have more affection to the people that comes to you. And as you can see, all the benefits that comes whenever you forgive. Whenever you forgive, life is different. All the channels in the brain becomes better connected. You have all the good chemistry in your brain and you are a happy person. You are different. And this can be done by yourself. You'll make it the best decision in your life. And as you can know, as you can see, the Lord is always with us. He's ready for us to help us to walk the extra mile to ask for forgiveness. Since it's not only an emotional or positive effect in our lives, it's a physical effect in our lives that makes a tremendous change in whatever we do in life. To finish my, uh, with, uh, my, my presentation this morning, I'd like to share you know, a testimony that touched my life. And I was only 18 years old. Uh, I was uh, in medical school at the university in Peru, the city of Parequipa. And, uh, and uh, we come from a family uh, that uh, didn't have ability or access to medicine. In those days, we were not vaccinated against mumps and all the childhood uh, illnesses. And, uh, and when I was 18 years old, uh, the place when I was living, uh, I uh, got mumps, the children got mumps. Myself, I got mumps, but I got very, very sick. I got to the hospital with fever of 104, and uh, I was diagnosed to have a severe pancreatitis, and my, uh, 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 I was not in good condition. I was in the ICU, but it was the most difficult part of my life that I lost the ability to move my arms and legs. I developed a condition that's called the viral spinal meningitis. It did not affect my brain, only affect my spinal cord. And uh, uh, it was such a, uh, such a difficult uh, position and the physicians there is, listen, there's nothing we can do for this type of condition. I think uh, this is the end. Uh, you cannot longer study medicine for reason you want to be a gurney for the rest of your life. And uh, you cannot even sit. 
uh, there was, uh, this is the place when I was, the general hospital in the city of Arequipa. There was a nurse that you see in the center. And this nurse came so interested in my health. He, she also was a member of the church and tried to convince to the directors, listen, you know, this uh, man, this, uh, this person is young, he's only 18 years old, he's interested to become a doctor, you cannot just live like this. Send to him to the physical therapy department to see if he can improve. I, uh, and she was not very successful. But the director that you see on the, on the left side, he said, listen, let's make a deal. If you can, uh, if your friend is, becomes uh, able to sit, able to stand, then I will give a permission for him to go to the physical therapy department for them to continue with physical therapy. Therefore, the nurses in the hospital got together and they taught me how to sit. It took several weeks to learn how to sit. And then one day I was able to stand for only a few seconds and they called the director and the director came and said, listen, now he can stand. Then I was transferred to the, to the, uh, to the, to the physical therapy department and life was different. But yes, I'd like to share with you something that made a difference. It was my dad who is here. My dad is now 96 years old. He was always praying for me. He was asking the Lord for a miracle, asking for something that, possible, something that was not possible in those days. But uh, that miracle came. As a result of the miracle, as you can see, you see me now walking. The only thing, you see me well, my left arm is shorter in comparison to my right arm. Therefore, every time I buy a suit, they have to make some type of adjustments. But otherwise, I just walk in and I was able to do a specialty where I use my hands. Lord is so great. He's ready to make miracles in your life. He's ready to do amazing things in your life. Not only for your own health, but also to keep you happy for the rest of your life. I hope the Lord will touch your heart, will touch your lives, that you forgive this is the best decision you're making for your life, not only to be happy, also for your health. God bless you.